0: face with MJ and Dolph let's go welcome to game face with MJ and Dolph hello everybody that's listening across the country across the world we saw we had a hit in Europe so you know we're we're kind of excited about that seeing if we can keep growing this fan base uh Dolph how you doing today bud I'm
1: good man Uh, in all honesty this is my favorite time of the year as a Dolphin fan um, because every other year as Dolphin fan is kind of heartbreaking, but this was always when all like the, the tensions were high and we are the, we're, we're going to build that team. And honestly, it's just, we don't have that this year. Um, but man, it's still like, still so exciting. Like I love watching. I love watching the draft, watch these kids okay. that have worked so long, um, <clears throat> just finally get what they're due and take care of what they need. Like, they're going to take care of their family. A lot of these people for for many years to come, if they do the right thing, Absolutely. just by the what happens in one single night. I mean, I know there's years and years and years of prepping for this, but man, the one culmination of a of, of a of a college and high school and pee wee league and practice and heartache and blood, sweat, and tears all comes down to one night. Who doesn't love that?
0: And let's be honest, unless you're winning an individual award like a like a Heisman or an MVP or something like that, this is football. It's a team sport. This is your one and only singular on you night. Yeah. Oh, you know, no, the, the draft is awesome. I mean, the NFL has done an amazing job turning this into something that was a bunch of guys sitting in a in a conference room with little cards <laughs> to turning it into a major event. I mean, this gets more ratings than games sometimes. It's ridiculous how, how many people watch the draft. And why? Because like you said, it's the eternal hope. It's
1: the it is. eternal hope. It, it really is. And as a, as a Dolphin fan, I've had eternal hope for a very long time. I think the first game I can remember watching was like 1984. Like, I, yeah, I'm old. I get it. Um, but I remember watching wait, 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 the, it, but... the Super Bowl back then, Dan Marino playing, and I just fell in love with the team, and I fell in love with the game. And in the South Florida where I was where I was living at the time, we watched Joe Robbie Stadium being built on a daily basis. Okay. So – like, we were passing by it every day, and we saw him on the teeth. Like, man, you couldn't tell me nothing. I, I was like, Dolphins forever. Like Oh, yeah. This is, and this is what? Probably 40 years later, and here we are. I'm still yeah. rocking it.
0: Yeah, I lived in Carroll City at that point, and uh, I remember the stadium being built. we passed pass by it all the time, and it, it was a big deal. It was Absolutely. a really, really big deal when it was being put together. It still is a big deal. That's a great location oh, for that place. It's a perfect location, and now that it's Hard Rock, it's better than it ever has been, as in the styling and everything on it.
1: Of course, I miss no, the name Joe
0: is. Robbie like everybody else does, but if you had to pick a name, Hard Rock is a pretty cool name for a stadium.
1: And what they did to the stadium is is just as good, though. They did such a good job with the revamping of that and modernization and whatnot. I, I really love it. Have you been to a lot yeah. of games since they did?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen it in the past few months, it's ridiculous. They host F1 races, mm-hmm. the uh, tennis tournaments, like They can do anything they want at that that stadium. It's an absolute beast of a place. And the new facilities for the Dolphins are immaculate. It's absolutely gorgeous what they've done with the place. And, in fact, they ranked – it was either number one or number two in the poll uh, by all players in the league, by polls, general managers, and coaches in facilities, um, culture, all kinds of other stuff like that. The Dolphins were either number one or number two on that chart.
1: It doesn't surprise me. It's such a good feeling when you're around that around the the organization. I was a season ticket holder for a long time as you know, and I would go down to the events and go I never had a bad experience dealing with anything there. It was just so oh, was I, such I a... remember
0: you being a, a season ticket holder because I was the moocher going into the events with you.
1: So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is true, but it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, so, so why are we here, man? Why are we here?
0: Uh today's show. We are going to do a little bit of draft coverage, but not like everybody else. So we're not doing 1 through 31. Remember, Dolphins don't get a pick this year, so there's only shut 31 up, picks. Shut, for up, for shut up, shut up,
1: shut up, shut up, uh, shut up, shut up.
0: We're not going 1 through 31. We're not I'm really predicting heart. where plays are going to go. What we're going to do is we both decided that we were going to go ahead and run through three players and kind of give you where we believe their strengths are, some of their weaknesses, kind of give you an idea of who they are, and maybe even where we believe they would have the best fit. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to do this kind of back and forth. So – let me let me open it up on this one, and then we'll go from there. So my first player that I want to talk about is Bijan Robinson. I love okay. the name. Bijan Robinson, was that? I love the name, man. He sounds like he's from like the Cajun man,
1: but I, I know he's not. But I, like he sounds like he's from Louisiana,
0: so I kind of like. Yeah, him. I mean, he's from the South for sure.
1: He, he's uh, from but it, it's it's Arizona
0: though, not not the South as we know it. Um, but Bijan superstar all through high school, uh, superstar in high in in college. I mean, in high school he had like three two thousand yard rushing. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous what this guy can do. In college, he was almost untackable, if that's even a word. Uh, like, guys ping-ponging <laughs> off of him. He was an absolute wrecking ball. But at the same time, he can jump cut. He can get anywhere he wants on the field. And the dude has hands. Like, he catches the hands better. He catches the ball better than most tight ends. So you can only imagine. If there was anything that I can say about this guy negative, it would be he he has to be a little bit better in, in – uh, pass defense in pass blocking, excuse me. Um, and he's got to hit the hole a little bit quicker because the dude's fast. He ran a he ran a four four six in the in the combine, and I know that his his college time and his pro day was a little bit faster than that. He's got explosion because he he did a thirty seven inch vertical jump and his broad jump was ten four I believe it was. Uh, the the dude's an absolute freak. Now what's the bad part here for him? He's a running back. Which means there there's teams that are gonna be looking to to draft him and use him up and then try not to give him a, a second contract. The beautiful part for Bijan is that he's only twenty-one. Super young, yeah. He's only twenty-one. So even if he gets picked in the first round, uh and he gets the he gets the five year deal, he'll be twenty-six by the time that's done. He's perfectly fine to to rack up a big deal. So that that shouldn't be much of an issue for him. But yeah, that's that's my coverage on him. I mean, the guy's five eleven, two fifteen. So he's got everything you look for. It has incredible footwork, um, hand-eye coordination. He can see the hole, just he's always looking for the home run. So sometimes he'll dance around a little bit looking for a better situation on the run when he should be, really, a one-cut back. If if I could put him anywhere, I mean, there's so many teams I'd love to put him on, but I think the best fit two places for him would either be Detroit because of their style or mm-hmm. Dallas, where there's not going to be as much pressure on him because Pollard got that, got that big contract and he could slowly go ahead and take over the running duties. Plus, that offensive line's an absolute monster. He'll be able to find holes all day long.
1: Where is the case? Dallas is picking a 26. That would be actually a good place for him, honestly. Like, If be. he makes it 26, that would be, a cra- it'd be crazy, honestly, because that guy's one of the top-rated backs in the draft, so they would have to be a run on a bunch of other places rather than to get that. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, everything I heard about him everything I read about him is – he, exactly what you said, though, be decisive, finish the run, hit the hole, stop looking to get around it. The problem is when you, when you look at people that run like that, you think of like people like Barry Sanders. He was so elusive and was able to dance around like that. If he can hone that skill and, and get it, he could be really bad though. With his speed and everything, like once he hits that hole, that's open and dance, he'll go. Like oh, yeah. think of uh Wilson this last season. Wilson was kind of like that. He would, yeah. he would dance a little bit and then hit a hole and then gone. And it was like, holy crap, where did that come from? So you want him to be decisive. You want him to finish the run. But there's an upside to what he's trying to trying to do. So I don't know. It, it, it'll be interesting to, to see how it plays in the NFL.
0: I mean, it definitely will be interesting. Again, like I say, his biggest problem is the fact that he's a running back. And the NFL has devalued running backs. So I see him going late in the first round. Unless somebody's mm-hmm. absolutely like this is the dude that's going to take us to a Super Bowl, or maybe even early second round, If somebody whoever gets him either late first round or early second round is getting an absolute steal. No matter how you look at it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I, they, I don't doubt that in the least.
0: And who's your first guy in your list?
1: So I mean, I didn't really list him as um people and whatever I like in a in a list. I just oh, so went so,
0: just... so football players aren't. People now is that what we're saying? Oh, so nerd!
1: What I'm saying is, <laughs> I didn't put them in like this is my top, this is my second, this is my third. I just listed three players that I that I really really enjoy watching, and so, mm-hmm. so and where I thought they were going to be probably at the top of their of of their list. And it's funny when when we were prepping for this, uh, MJ sent me some names he thought that I would want to talk about, and I was like, no, I don't want to talk about those. But honestly, one of them was one I wanted wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, Anthony Richardson, QB, Florida, um, is a phenomenal, phenomenal quarterback. A that freak. I just, it, he he's a fr- yes freak of nature is what I keep seeing. And, and it's funny that I I say that here because I I have a couple freak of natures on my list today. Um, but dude, six foot four, two hundred forty four pounds, 40. Bro, what is that like? Yeah, and has has the moves to to back it up. Cutting, running, whatever that guy is i mean use oh my god, i look I think of when I watched him play and when I, when I was watching the, the highlights for him, especially, all I kept thinking was cam Newton when he first came into the league when nobody could stop he was doing front flips over the line to get like touchdowns like that's the kind of people that I, that thing that I see him doing in the NFL my problem with him, and it's gonna come dude's only twenty years old. How many 20-year-old quarterbacks are there ready for the NFL? Well,
0: yes. I can
1: say, I, I don't think any. And I don't think, honestly, I don't think he is. He's not. I think he, I think he needs to get drafted, sit for at least a year, get bigger, get better, learn from a veteran. And if he can do that, man, I think that he would be amazing coming out. The problem is where he's being rated and where people are looking at him taking, they need quarterback help now. And that's going to be the problem. I mean, people are saying the Texans, I personally think he's going to go to the Colts, but they need help now. And especially if they take him at two, he's going to be expected to play a lot earlier. So I don't think, I don't think it's the best place for him. I just think that that's the place that he's going to end up being because of who he is and what you can see. Cause if you look at tape, and forget that he's twenty years old. You one hundred percent will want to
0: draft him at the top of your board. Okay, so let let me give you my feedback on there, and I eliminate the Colts altogether. He's not the typical style of quarterback that they take. Oh, I know. I, I see them taking the quarterback out of out of Kentucky, um, in the first round. Yeah. Uh, will Levis. Uh, he's just he looks like what they usually draft. When you look at what it is they do. Um, Anthony Richardson again, absolute freak, an absolute monster. Accuracy issues, definitely. Accuracy issues. There's been some concern about maturity. Obviously, he's 20 did years hold old. Hold on,
1: stop. Did you see what he did in his pro day though?
0: Oh yeah, no, he, he let the world on 70
1: yards day. in the air.
0: Yeah, yeah, but we've seen that Good before. Lord. We've seen that before. I know the Jets just still... went through that. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're currently dealing with that. right now. Yeah, the the Jets are still dealing with that. If if you had to ask me, this the perfect true. spot. For him to land is one of two: the Jets, no, the no. Jets. Well, I mean, As long as he does not get Certainly. better, put him on the Jets. Yeah, <laughs> but if you were to ask me, it's it's Las Vegas because um, he's gonna have a yeah. no nonsense coach, and he can sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo because they just signed him, or yeah. Seattle. Seattle, you know they they've got Geno Smith, uh, they've got time, and you know obviously their head coach can can produce quarterbacks. He can coach him, he can get him through. That's what he's done his entire career. College or pro. It doesn't really matter. Uh,
1: Richard's Anthony Richardson,
0: I believe he's being used as a smokescreen right now. Cause teams are throwing his name around uh to see if other teams are gonna trade up to take him. That that's what I think is going on right now. I would not be surprised to see him fall into the second. I would not be shocked to see him fall into the third. But somebody's gonna be super happy picking him up at that point, but with the understanding that yeah, he's gotta sit.
1: Yeah. Okay, so if he falls to the second, falls to the third, would you want him to come to the Dolphins?
0: No. No, okay. no, no. Why? The, the Dolphins have a good situation right now, but the Dolphins also have to mind the media. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about as soon as I say it, and some of the people watching the show right now are going to know. Anything happens. Anything happens. If if
1: if the Dolphins general
0: manager wears a wears a, sh- a green shirt, then all of a sudden he wants a, a player from a team that's wearing, that wears green. You can't do do anything (laughs) in South Florida, apparently, without somebody trying to connect it to you want to replace Tua. That's the reason they didn't go after bigger backups. They got Mike White, somebody that's very capable, but somebody that nobody in the world is going to be sitting there saying this guy should be your starter day one. Why? Because they want to show, hey, Tua, this is your job. Tua right now is on the last year of that rookie contract. So yes. it's it's all go or it's time to move on. It's going to be one of those two. And the Dolphins, they're, they're not playing it lightly. I mean, well, I said the last year, but this is the fourth year of his contract. So next year would be the last year. But that's perfect if you decide he's not going to be the guy to transition to someone else uh, to, to get a good draft pick. Uh, that That's just kind of where that is. So that's why I don't believe that the Dolphins should take him. I really don't. And I feel like they have – they're in win mode now. So if you're going to use those picks, you got to use them in places where you believe you can put the best player in that spot.
1: All fair, all fair, all fair.
0: Okay, so my my other guy, and again, not going in any chronological order at all, uh, but this guy, in my opinion, is the number one player in the draft, talent wise, skill wise, everything all put together is Jalen Carter. He's been a star. Everybody's seen him. Defensive tackle out of Georgia. You know, six three, three fourteen. Uh, he has everything you look for. He has size. He has strength. He has speed. I mean, he explodes off the line. To say that he rockets off the line or explodes off is an insult to that turn. <laughs> the the okay. dude is is absolutely. He's a laser coming off the line. He's got great swim moves. He's got he's got good uh, hand fighting to be able to get past offensive linemen. Uh, just he he can he can play anywhere you want him to on the offensive line on the defensive line. He doesn't have to be a DT. If you're playing a 3-4, he could play that end spot perfectly well. And he'll be able to stand up blockers. He'll be able to get around them, do all the things that you need him to do. Um, of course, there there are some weaknesses like everybody else. Dude's not perfect. The biggest weakness that I've noticed, and there's not a whole lot of people talking about it for some reason, is when he plays against a really big offensive lineman, he kind of gets mm-hmm. neutralized a little bit. Big time. Yeah. yeah so
1: that, 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 I saw the same thing. Like, I was like, yeah, he's not going anywhere this time because just – he he has hard with the heavyweights.
0: He he does That's... have a hard time with the heavyweights. Now, you can always look back and say, okay, Alabama's Alabama's defensive line wasn't the biggest line in the world. And he was getting a lot of double teams. So maybe if he gets on a line where he's got a good line mate, you know, a couple of good guys that you got to give them attention to. Because, I mean, let's be real, with the NFL. Maybe the things will change. Maybe you get him with a good defensive coach um, that, that can teach him a little bit. A good defensive line coach that will be able to use him properly. Uh, and it i mean he could be an absolute an absolute game changer for any team that you put him on you just have to handle it right because there's also some maturity questions we all know about the the racing issue I do uh, say like are we not going to talk about that yeah I, mean, I I don't like bringing those things up it was a one time issue it was a big one uh but that's this, a huge issue this is an NFL draft coverage when we're drafting somebody and then all of a sudden we want to talk about how they haven't seen their dad in 15 years you know that it's that's not where For, we're going it's a,
1: it's a character issue that it comes down to it free it is you you growing up did, did you ever street race
0: uh, i'm going to say no comment there uh.
1: okay <laughs> we all did it i'm not i whatever like we all try to hop in cars and we'll do it whatever now think of it if you had millions upon millions upon millions of dollars if you don't street race yeah. if you do you can lose millions upon millions. bro you could like to me and maybe it's because I'm sitting there, almost 44 years old, looking back in my 20s and saying, I wouldn't have done it. Okay, we all did stupid things. Yeah. But you got to do what you can afford. You have to look at what what the consequences of the actions are. And there's some people that do that at that age, and there's some people that do not. I don't like players that don't. If you've had a run in that early in the law, to me, it's just it speaks a lot to your core values and core character over... Whatever. Like it's just to me it's too much. I, I don't know. I have a tru- I have trouble giving someone a second chance like that mm-hmm. for something that could have killed people. No definitely. like DUIs, yeah. street race, think like these things where people could have died. It's not a listen, what's his name? The the drunken disorderly. Like, yeah, okay, that's kinda bad and he's probably gonna end up being put out of the out of the um Later rounds, or even out of the draft, <laughs> that quarterback that had the drunkard disorderly. To me, that's not half as bad as street racing and, and reckless driving because, like you said, he wasn't hurt anybody. He was an idiot and he was a, a complete asshole about. Oh, sorry, excuse me, complete, complete jerky about it. But he wasn't going to hurt anybody. He wasn't going to kill anybody. The mm-hmm. law, the ability to lose life to me and the not give, not caring about that speaks volumes. I, I agree. And that that's just me.
0: No, right? I, to me, it's just me. I, I agree a hundred percent, though. I mean. One of the things, uh, and and for some reason it slipped my mind, one of the things that is the drawback on this guy is that he seems to run out of gas sometimes. Unfortunately, his car didn't run out of gas that day that uh, that he was treated. (laughs) This guy. This guy. You've got people, (laughs) and like you mentioned just now, he could cost himself millions of dollars. He already is. He already is. Let's be real. If it wasn't for this situation, he'd be a top three pick, hands down. Like there's no question about it. He'd be one of the top three guys on the board. Now that's not happening. And if you're not one of those top three guys, that that pay rate goes down pretty significantly, very very quickly,
1: crazy 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 lower than than anybody else. Like the the NFL PA definitely lost. I, to me, they lost by getting their rookies taken care of. they ta- they were taking more care of the teams. Oh, yeah. than the players. These these guys have literally given up their lives to to pursue this dream. And just because they're not the top prospect, they're not going to be able to make make enough money that if they hurt themselves, they won't be able to take care of themselves. But at the
0: same time, you had to address the problem in the room before because every year the top three draft picks were the highest paid players in the NFL. You had to address that. It made no sense.
1: Oh, no, it didn't. And the ability ability for them to negotiate that way just didn't make any sense. I I agree. I'm, I'm with you. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Who's your next guy?
1: Um. I would talk about freaking nature. um, and this gentleman is six foot six, two hundred and seventy-five pound, eighty-three inch wingspan. Bro, do you not do you know what eighty-three inches looks like? I 72 is what this bro, 83 is crazy. This guy's got arms for days, and it's Tyree Wilson. Okay. That man, edge rusher with Texas Tech. Bro, this guy can create space between linemen just by doing a couple quick moves. The spin move? How are you going to combat those big-ass paddles coming at you, like, wow. every single day? Like, yeah. That – how frustrating could it be for a lineman to just sit there and see this and you're, the whole time, and you just got nothing for it because he's just so strong and so fast. He gets off the line faster than most linemen easily. Mm-hmm. He's long. He's lean. He has those swim moves. He ha- like. I'm looking at him like a, a Miles Garrett type yeah. disruptive player. Every single play it's like that, though. It is so crazy to watch. And if you're watching this, and you haven't seen just his highlight tape, do yourself a favor, watch it. It is such it was such an, an amazing thing to watch. Such a dominating player on the field, and I, I love. I, I wish he was. <laughs> I wish he was a dolphin. Yeah, we need that on the edge so bad, and he. He's not going to make it there. Um, I love it. Uh, oh, yeah. He didn't run the four, the four. You know that, right?
0: Yeah, no, no he didn't run it. Mm-hmm.
1: I saw an, an interview the other day from him, and they were like, oh, she didn't run. Are you afraid? He goes, please, I'll run a four, five,
0: or lower. Like, three, seven. What? Wait, he, he had the nothing to gain from running it. He had nothing to gain from running it. No. Depending on what happens with the quarterback situation. And what I mean by that is, there's a if there's a run on quarterbacks in the in the top of the first round, this dude is a top ten pick. He's a top ten pick. In fact, he should probably go higher than that. I
1: think he's on the top three. I think the Cardinals are going to pick him up at three easily. They he they need help in the edge. They need they they need a leader. And this guy, like I said, as imposing as he is, he's going to demand respect from your locker room very early on. And I think that, that to me that is going to speak like think like I said, bring bring miles get miles uh. Jesus, Miles, Miles Garrett, Garrett back. Mm-hmm. When he when he first took over what, what do you got? Drafted by the by Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I said, Cleveland was first, yeah. That was the craziest thing to watch him in his, his first camp just wrecking yeah. people. I think it's gonna be the same thing as this guy. Like they're not gonna know what to do with him through camp and probably through the first half of the season when people start trying to figure out how to combat what he's doing and, and how it's gonna work. I, I love I, agree 100%. I can't wait to see him out there.
0: I agree hundred percent. Um, and I am hearing that the Cardinals are in talks about a trade. Now, this is gonna okay. go one of two ways. It's either they're trying to move up to number two because they feel like somebody else is gonna take them at that spot, or they're trying to move back because Kyler Murray's not playing this year and they want to load up on some picks and really, you know, build towards the future on there because they just fired their coach and their general manager, so they gotta redo the whole thing all over again. Uh, I I mean to me, your most your three most important positions on any football team. And you're going to agree with me hundred percent on this. Your, your quarterback, the guy that chases the quarterback, which is your edge rusher and your, and your tackle, depending on what hand your quarterback throws with that's either left or right. Uh, Those are the three most important positions in my mind in the NFL, hands down. So it's funny though. I, you, I didn't pick any tackles on my list. No, no, no. I
1: don't think you did either. No, it's not as as important as they are, but it, I don't think there was anybody that would garner that kind of attention to me is, what, is the reason mm-hmm. I didn't pick it. I, I don't care how sexy it is. If you stop people from getting my quarterback, you are sexy yeah. as hell. Yeah. Like, I want you to be out there. Like, I want you to van. Oh, yeah. There's nobody in this draft to me that is that guy to talk about them at this level. Now, there's some amazing end-of-the-first-round prospects, mm-hmm. second, third, and fourth-round prospects. There's a lot of those. But I don't think there's anybody that is the guy, which – kind of hurts my feelings because we need it yeah we need one
0: so bad yeah i mean there's some good value picks at at the o-line positions uh, but there's nobody like you said that it's going to be at the top of the draft there's some guys that are artificially are being inflated up there and teams are going to have are going to hit their head on those because it's it's not going to work out as well as they want if they're looking at these guys to be first day starters it's just not going to work um okay so moving on uh my next guy is hendon hooker hendon hooker quarterback out of Tennessee. Uh six foot three, two seventeen, perfect size, perfect weight. He can run uh more than enough. I mean he's he's not a Kyler Murray, he's not a Lamar Jackson. Uh, but he can run more That's than okay. enough to get out of trouble, get you some yardage if he needs to. Uh, what what are his problems? Well, another benefit on there, his hands. Ten and a half inch hands, huge, like wrapping the football with, with his hand. So you're not gonna have a problem with fumbling. He never had a problem with fumbling at Virginia Tech or at Tennessee. So not a big deal there. Uh, but he's 25. And teams are holding this against him. Uh, I, I don't see it as a big deal, except for the fact that, yeah, he's going to have to sit at least a year. So now you're talking about a 26-year-old quarterback as a, as basically a rookie. Um, and if it takes two years to develop him, now you're talking about a 28-year-old quarterback. If you take him in the first round, you're almost obligated to take that fifth-year option. If you don't, yeah. you have a year, year and a half to really see what he can do on the field. It, it's a little bit of a touchy situation. The guy has everything you want to see in a quarterback. If you can get that on the field right away, uh, super accurate. Uh, the footwork is, is dialed in. He's really, really good But that touchdown to interception ratio has been phenomenal. Uh, it was 50 something to five, which is ridiculous for a quarterback. Now there's reasons why that's happening and he needs the right coach. If you put him in Los Angeles, okay. if, excuse me. If you put him in in Las Vegas, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. It will not work. That coach will not have the patience with him that he needs. Um, one of the problems is that in in college, he seems to play one side of the field. Yeah. So he snaps the ball wherever his head's turning. That's the side he's going on. He, he hasn't really scanned the field a lot. That's why I say you need a quarterback. Or you need a, a quarterback coach that can really teach him. Now, Josh Heupel. Over at tennessee was a quarterback he played a little bit in the pros. it's a pro style offense, which is why it's puzzling why this guy is a is a one side of the field guy because you'd think that Josh Hyper would bring it out of him unless Josh was just kind of like, okay, good enough, we're getting all the production in the world out of this guy, but you can only get so much separation in the n f l It's not like in college you know see, I don't think that it was that I don't think it was too I, to me it's not that we're
1: getting enough production the way he's mm-hmm. playing. I think there might be a hole in his game. Awesome. Like, if if no coach out there is going to say, "Eh, you're good enough." They're all reaching for the best, most potential of anybody. So if he's, gonna, they're going to be pushing him for that side of the game. And if he doesn't have it, obviously, they're not going to say it. They're not going to hurt the kid's future. But you should have been able to bring that yeah. out. Like in my opinion, like the the coach, it, if 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 a player is, has a hole in their game, and it's not a physical limitation. Then to me, it's the coach not bringing it out and not coaching him through the process and not 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 developing the plan the way they should. And that's that's my and opinion. that's
0: one of the reasons that I bring up coaching is because when he moved from Virginia Tech to Tennessee, yeah, he exploded in that in that uh, program, but certain things regressed, like his throwing on the move was better at Virginia Tech than it was at Tennessee. He had better weapons at Tennessee, so what's the reasoning behind that? You know, that there, there's a little bit of back and forth there. I think if you put him somewhere. Yeah uh Seattle you know they they can develop quarterbacks he has time to what do you got against Gino yep. man why, why why you keep you keep trying to get rid of Gino over there look, Gino signed a 3-year <laughs> deal that's really a 2-year deal when you look at the guaranteed money so if you're bringing in a Hendon hooker or somebody else Anthony Richardson whoever it is you're bringing him in behind there you're counting on 2 years of Gino at the most at that point before it's time to move on you know so it, that's the Fair. reason that I bring up Seattle um LA, I think uh, the Rams would be another great fit, but the Rams, they, you know, forget those picks, right? Oh, they're, they're, yeah, I mean, they, they don't want to, they don't want to use picks because I mean, let's be honest, the, the draft is, is a little bit of a crapshoot. You know, you're throwing dice to figure out who's going to do what, especially when it comes to the quarterback position. 30, what, I think it's under 30%. The quarterbacks become stars with all the quarterbacks get drafted in the first round. That That's a big risk to take, especially when you're talking about the, the new face of your organization. Um, and that—that's what ends up happening with these guys. So I think that I think the guy's a phenomenal talent. I think if you put him in the right situation, he's going to be a good quarterback for years to come. Especially now, quarterbacks playing up to forty years old. I believe he's that kind of a guy. Depending on how that ACL heals up.
1: All right, I—I dig it. The ACL thing is what scares me. A twenty-five years old ACL tear. We already know he's going to have to sit. I mean, that's the only good thing about Give, when he's because he know we have to sit him. But that means we have no production as far as, like, even practice time throughout the whole thing. And that scares his age, and that scares the hell out of me. I, I It's going to be tough for anybody, from in my opinion, to bring him in on the first round. I know he's being projected there because he is mm-hmm. so good. I just don't know if teams are going to be that willy-nilly with their pick. I just – I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see. Thursday night is going to be oh, fun, yeah. um, without a doubt. It's going to be – even without the Dolphins playing, It's gonna, without uh, picking – it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, okay,
0: okay, now no, so we'll no, no, Pause there, pause there. Chris Greer's the general manager.
1: Don't. Oh yeah, I know, I know. Out. That's why I'm saying that. that just <laughs> don't <laughs> I know, count it I know. Out.
0: Chris Greer's got got his 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 pot out there. He's cooking something up. You can tell because the Dolphins have been remarkably quiet during the during this draft process, and they've been talking to a whole lot of players. So either somebody's a little delusional, and they're waiting for players to drop or this dude's cooking something up to try and move up somewhere.
1: He's been playing chess for years. Um I know we had a lot of bad um, general managers in, in the Dolphins and I think this guy is killing it. Um not a, like nobody hits no. all their draft picks. He, he isn't. He's had a lot of really mm-hmm. great ones though. Really really great ones. Like just last Javon Holland. Oh, yeah. Like that guy is an yeah, absolutely. an animal. Absolutely and it brings me into my next pick, too. We got, was it Witherspoon out of um, Illinois? Florida boy, love it. Um, the guy is such a ball hawk and at the same time a hard-hitting. Loves to jump routes. Like, that was, like, the most of the plays I watched from him, he was hopping routes and bringing it back and just annihilating wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Dude, have you, did you, uh-huh. you see him play? That guy hits so so hard. Like I out of all three people that I've I picked today, he's the he, I mean I talked about one in Wilson on there. I know that's not feasible. He doesn't he has no room on our team. This guy would fit into the Dolphins more than anybody that I've watched. The way he hits people, he would fit into our secondary so well. He could learn from Howard so well. Like, oh gotta love it. Anyways. I think he is going to be such an amazing player out there. 14 pass breaks up in 2020. Loves to work the angles. Um, does need to work on his instincts to stop biting on the play action and, and double moves from the from there. Guys, NCAA is great. They do a good job. Wait till he sees these NFL quarterbacks and how they hide the with the double moves and the play action and and the the was it the play options like quarterback option plays. He is not going to know what to do with that when he first comes, so it's going to be tough for him to get well, up there. The good thing is he's fast and can pick up space. I know a lot of play, a lot of the analysts are saying that he's slow and his top speed isn't there. Sorry, but a four four six and a four four two at the combine shut to me. It, it that shuts down the doubters as far and as and he plays
0: speed. faster than he, I, than I he runs on, on on the clock. He yes. plays faster now. There's a lot of people watching this. Well, a lot of people's a relative uh, term. Hopefully there, I can watch there's, this. There's some people watching this right now. Um <laughs> that uh, have no idea have no idea who this guy is. Okay. Look, he played it a little Oh ago. yeah. Not gonna be on TV a lot. It's the Big Ten. But what you need to know, number one, is this dude is a highlight reel waiting to happen. He really, really is. <sighs> no
1: and kidding. you have
0: to if you really want to judge him, go back and look at some of his film and pay attention to when they're playing Ohio State. Ohio State has three I NFL caliber wide receivers on that team. They played against Penn State again. Another team with good wide receivers. They played Michigan who's ultra physical and he didn't bat an eyelash. So the guy is gonna get in there. He's hard nosed, just like Dolph said. He's an absolute hammer and he's gonna whack anybody that he needs to. My my only question is durability, because he is such a hard hitter and he's not shy against anybody. He's not. Okay. I used to have a dog years ago that was a plot hammer. And the one big drawback on this dog was that it wasn't afraid of anything. Like It was great with my kids, great, you know, get home, dog wants to spend some time with you, would sit right at my feet while I'm on the couch. But I was always worried that the dog was going to get hit by a car. If I drove this this dog across the country, he would probably chase a bear somewhere because they're not afraid of anything. Kind of the same thing with this dude. <laughs> not afraid of anybody. You can get the biggest running back, the biggest tight end, whoever it is, and he's going to try and level them, you know, and send them into next week. It's just who he is. Now, if that holds together, you could have another Ronnie Lott out there. Yeah, it's a different position. But you could have another Ronnie Lott out there really just ping-ponging guys all over the field. And eventually, you get some of these receivers. Do they get hit enough times? And they're like, yeah, I don't want any more of that. And all of a sudden, that production are going to be out of bounds.
1: Oh, yeah. Think of him over over the middle. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: That guy. I... I can't wait to see the fun things he does in the NFL. Well, like, and honestly. He, he's
0: going to transition at some point in his career because just like everybody slows down a little bit, he'd be an awesome, strong safety. So when they feel like, okay, you know what? We got another corner in this team and hey, he's starting to slow down a little bit, dude, put him over at safety and you're going to see the fireworks start all over again. Cause then at that point he has the permission to just go out there and lay the wood. It doesn't really matter who it's on.
1: I don't know why he doesn't play there now, honestly. Like, I think he would have so much fun doing it. Oh, I agree.
0: I agree. But when you're playing in, in a team like Illinois, you only you only have so many guys you can pick from. And he can cover more than well enough where he can keep up with NFL caliber wide receivers. So that, that's why he's at that position. Oh, it's a premium position. And it's the best place for him to be coming out in the draft if teams are looking at him as a corner because he's going to be able to make more money doing that than as a safety that's a little bit devaluated, honestly. Yeah, I love our safeties safeties are, yeah, the Dolphins. I'm waiting to see what that new defense looks like. I really, really am. Uh, So we've gotten through all the picks on there. Uh, Let me share a little bit of real life here, guys. I was supposed to be catching a flight to go see my daughter. The flight got pushed back a day. Allegiant Air, you stink. You stink. You absolutely suck. You canceled (laughs) the flight 15 minutes before it was time to go. Left everybody wondering what was going on. You wouldn't give us a reason, and the only thing was you can either change your flight or we'll give you the money back. Just hit it on the app. That that's not a way to handle these things. If you want to change my mind, send me a free flight. Send one to Dolph too. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll we'll review you accordingly.
1: <laughs> that's gotta be illegal.
0: What's illegal? No, they to them
1: not giving compensation. Oh no, no, no. no.
0: The first thing you have to do is you have to go on the compensation website. The FAA has one set up. I've already gone over it, and I'm looking at my options because you have a few days to be able to put that information in. But yeah, a Legionnaire, everybody on there, nobody had anything positive to say about them, even though they've flown with them before. The only good thing is that they got a good, a good price in their flight. That's about it.
1: That's what I keep hearing. I hate flying anyway. So, um, I I just, (laughs) all
0: right, well then everybody keep an eye out for next time. Dolph is making a road trip. Look for the beard and the, and the hat and say, hi, maybe you get a picture and end up on the show, but, That's our show for this week, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. We appreciate each and every single one of you. We appreciate the views. And feel free, you know, go to the Instagram page. Send us some messages on YouTube. Put some comments in there. If there's anything you want us to talk about, anything you want, you think that we should be doing or that you want to see, let us know. We'll mix it into the show. You know what? Even fact, if you want to join the show at some time, let us know. We'll fit somebody in at some point. But I'm MJ. That is Dolph. This has been Game Face. Have a great day, guys. Enjoy the playoffs. And next week, enjoy the draft. We'll see you again soon. That's the show today. What are you waiting for? Like and subscribe below. And we'll see you next time.